tuning in to the Dig On Doug podcast. And we're going to get live. We're going to get you ready because you're going to be in for an earful, baby. Let's go. Yo, yo, it's Dig On Doug. Dig On Doug. Dig On Doug. It's your number one spot. Dig on Doug, dig on Doug, dig on Doug, another episode drop. This is Dig on Doug, we speak on things we love, sports, books, and grub. Listen, we know what's up with movies, relationships, dynamites, main event, politics, too. In the airways, latest hits. If I like it, then I name it. If I love it, I'll explain it. It's my podcast to play with or experiment. We explore our differences. Fact is, we ain't nothing without photosynthesis. So get a load of this. Lock in and focus in. Informative discussions with substance you can't afford to miss. Steer you from the shallow pits of hopelessness. Change your mind state from renting to ownership. We on some showmanship. Set goals and go for it. Share what I know so you don't have to go through it. There's alternatives, whole kinds and turns and twists. Yo, it's dick on dub, fool. You know you heard of this. from my boy ugo monster man make sure y'all go check him out follow him on instagram go holler at him on youtube let him know that you heard the drop that he dropped here on the dig on doug podcast and everything man i always love listening to that intro and um i don't i don't only listen to it like when i when i do the episode and everything so yeah what's up y'all um doing a solo project today um today is thursday almost said april Woo! march uh oh look march uh february 11th so i'm recording this and just wanted to uh just speak my own mind today um not the fact that i don't when i'm on when i'm on the podcast and everything got like a little agenda and stuff to some things to talk about but also want to you know, have it be organic. That's what we do on the here on the Dig on Doug podcast. These conversations are organic. Got to get it out the mud, as they say. Um, oh, that is definitely one. Uh, Destiny, if you're listening to this, that's one we got to add to the uh, to the list. So get it out the mud. If you, if you're like Doug, like what are you talking about? Just stay tuned. Um, we got some stuff coming. So. Yeah, I uh, want to hop on here. It's almost been a year, um, like since quarantine and everything, since we like went in the shelter in place and all that stuff. I'm out here in uh in Cali in the Bay. Um, I hope wherever you are at, you are fine and well. Um, that your family are fine and well, just in all these difficult times and everything. And so, yeah, it's just it's just tough of what this um what all of this has been. But I mean, there's been so much uh greatness and beauty through all of this as well um in so many different levels and i'm gonna try to touch on some of that stuff today um just with a whole bunch of other things and just let the conversation go and flow where it needs to be it was funny i was talking with a friend earlier today and she was talking about uh being the only child and how she had to entertain herself and um she was a little only child for a while um good period of time of her life and then had a younger sibling but uh, how she had to 
entertain herself and and talk to herself and and just all these all these different things of entertainment and and i was laughing we were laughing and i was telling her i always say like you know as long as you don't talk back to yourself and so uh, that's always been the running joke like with me and some of my friends in the sense of like yeah talk to yourself but just don't don't act well don't answer yourself that's 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 the one of like uh just be careful and be wary of that and everything so so yeah, so I'm I'm not answering myself, but I am listening to myself, but I may answer myself um in this and everything. And so just going back to the quarantine and just um a toll. And again, I hope you all are doing well and managing to the best that you can. Um I think one of the things that that came from this for me, um, there's been a lot of things that's come from this quarantine. Um, deeper, deeper faith, deeper, deeper spirituality. Um, deeper friend connections, um, a deeper understanding of myself um, as well. And then just uh, reevaluating self and just understanding who I am now and who do I want to be? How do I want to change? How do I want to become a better person? Um, I'm an extreme extrovert uh, for those of you who don't know me. Um, One of those people who just, I mean, it gets that energy from being around people, being involved in my different friends' lives and everything and family. And I mean, I, that was taken away. I mean, with this pandemic and everything and not in the sense of like, I'm like out here like, oh, we should be outside and we should be doing what like, cause trust me, that is not how your boy feel at all. Um, I'm a, a believer in the sense of, we should do a quarantine like every couple years um, just to help the planet and everything, just with the benefits that the planet has gotten from humans not being out like they, like they need to be and everything. And so, um, yeah, it's just been, it's just been so much. And so I'll just, I'll just touch on some of the aspects and just share what, what my journey has been. Um, one of the things that has definitely helped me, um, through this is, is, is my spirituality and, um, like studying the Bible, um, understanding God more and, and just my, my purpose in life. Um, I'm studying the Bible last year, um, a little bit over like a year and stuff at the, at the church that I'm at. And man, it was, it was, it was rough at times and just being able to understand myself and what's going on. Um, just interpersonal struggles and things. Um, I mean, one of the big things that's in my life and um, just in the sense of being vulnerable, um, let me actually start there real quick. Um, one of my goals, and then I'll go back into that in the sense of uh, what I was supposed to go into. One of my goals um, for this year um, is to be more vulnerable um, as Doug, um, as a man, um, and lead in that and everything. And I've seen the power, um, that that has, and not that I wasn't doing it before, but it's, it's a different level of vulnerability now. Um, I think some of you can probably relate when you really do have some stuff going on in your life and you're like, ah, but it's like, who do I share this with? Or like, how do I, you know, be open about this? Like, I don't want it. I don't want somebody to think that I'm weak or like, I can't do this or, one of the narratives a lot of us men um, can can have in our heads is like, I got to be strong and nobody can see me as weak and all that stuff. And and I definitely had that, like a super huge um, 
odd with God in the sense of like self-reliance. I was just so caught up in my own thing. I remember when like I got the place where uh, that I'm at now um, a few years ago where I'm living. And I remember like sitting in here, like having stuff like all set up and everything. I was setting stuff up. And I remember just like saying, like, God, I'm like, okay, God, like, I'm good. Like, I don't, I don't need you anymore. Like you, you got me to where, where I'm at and where I need to be and where I thought I needed to be. Um, and so, yeah. And I remember just saying that and I was like, okay, like, I'm good. Like, I'm like, I'm fine. Um, I don't, you know, you know, I'm not a huge believer in like, oh, like, you know, you got to go to the church and everything and all this stuff. Now the church is important, but, um, you know, it's the body of Christ is what it's really about. It's about fellowship. It's about brotherhood. It's about um, sisterhood. It's just about fellowship. It's about being kind to your to your fellow man or woman. Um, and I mean, in, in so many different ways, I mean, God's and Jesus' purpose has been like lost. Um, that'd be a whole nother road to go down. But uh, just going back to the vulnerability thing, um, just learning more about that and then learning about my pride and how that gets in the way. And and one of the crazy elements of it all for me was um, I help people. Again, I help people. I work in, in higher education, uh, love helping students, helping my colleagues and stuff. A lot of my colleagues are friends. And so I can get, I got so wrapped into that where like, I wasn't like concerned with my own problems and what's going on and uh, the failure in the sense of my life of what I felt like, okay, like, oh, okay, this is good enough. Um, really just sat at being satisfied with being satisfied, but not hoping and wishing for bigger and better things or wanting those, but then not, um, not really putting the work in or sharing it with others. Like, it's almost like this notion of um, I want to be, I want to show everybody. Like I want to show everybody that I can do this on my own and like things can happen and, and just all this grinding. And the little did I know I was just bumping my head against the wall. Like wasn't like effective in a sense, effectively working, but it's, it's a level that of it can go to another level. Um, the way, the way the analogy like comes to me is in the sense of, um, it's like when you, we've all had like probably for the most part, a bad boss, a bad supervisor, um, somebody in that way, shape and form. But then when we get a better supervisor or a better boss or whatever, whatever term you want to use, they help bring other things out of you. And that's, that's really what it's been um, with my um, faith walk with, with God and just, just understanding that and just like allowing other people to like come into my life. I could be very, um, off putting. Um, I would share. And the thing is like, I would share like stuff with friends, but like core stuff of, <clears throat> you know, struggling and, and not being, not want to be vulnerable, like with the struggles of like financial literacy or, um, how do I do like certain different things in my life? to to really do that um to really be able to let that stuff go because i was holding on to, to so much stuff and there's so much hurt and pain as well um a lot of like past emotions and then what i was going into earlier when i when i stopped myself was um just truly like the, the impact that like losing my father when i was six years old and then um losing my my grandmother when i was uh 12 um 12 13 
And those two deaths having a, a big impact because those were like two pillars in, in my life. Um, my grandmother went into the hospital actually uh, on my birthday. And I remember for so long, I didn't care about celebrating my birthday or anything anymore. And a lot of that still being in there in my, in my, in my gut, in my soul, because I was just pushing it down, pushing it down, pushing it down, not, not caring about it. Just like, just push through, like it, it'll be fine. And um, one of the things that uh, like just studying the Bible and getting closer to God revealed to me was just how alone I was like as a child um, and not having anybody like as an outlet to really talk to and talk to about the deeper things, like what's going on about my insecurities and and not feeling adequate and, um, and outside of that masking all the stuff in the sense of like being a cheery person and being open and being, um, and just helping other people. Like I'm, I was always one of those people, a huge people pleaser. So, um, to the fellow people pleasers out there, um, know, um, know what it is when it's like, Oh, okay. Like almost trying to fight, trying to prove your love to prove that you deserve to be loved by other people by giving them so much. And I used to do that so much. Like I didn't really care if like what I was doing, um, like I'll drop everything. Like I'll be like, oh, okay. Like I'll be there. Or like, okay, I got that. Or feeling this obligation to do something in order to continue to like receive love. And then that's not a place um, anybody should be in. And if you're in, in relationships or something like that, please reevaluate those and talk to friends and stuff around you to, um, to get out of stuff like that. Cause it's not healthy, um, not healthy at all. And so just coming out with a lot of that stuff, understanding what that was. Um, so going back to, to insecurities, going back to um, like pride. Um, I remember one of the things that was um, tough for me, not, not in a sense tough for me um, in my adulthood, but growing up as a kid and just seeing like my friends and stuff with their dads and like being like super jealous, like not jealous to the point of like, Oh, like I'm like mad at them. They were still my friends, but it's, you know, having those thoughts of, man, like, what if my dad was, like, still alive? Or, like, what if my grandmother was alive? And how different would my life be and everything? And that was that was a lot to deal with. And and even still in my older age, um, I, I can be like that. And that's even why part of the process, um, not in the sense of, like, I was, like, always good at this, but growing up, I just, I didn't want, I didn't, I didn't want to repeat what my dad had done. Um, one, in the sense of leaving early, and I mean, I know you can't control that, um, but I'm doing my best to to be my best, to be healthy, um, to be cautious, but not like super cautious. I'm not like wrapped up in bubble foam and everything. But one of the other things um, was, um, I want to make sure that I was, and if I'm blessed enough to like have kids and a family and stuff like that, I want to be there with them. Um, one of the things, and and hopefully here in the near future, like I'll have my uh, my my big brother Emmett on. Um, me and Emmett are, and uh, my brother Chris um, potentially, but me, uh, me, and then my younger siblings and my brother Chris and uh, Emmett, um, same dad, different moms. So my dad had two different families, and so um, one of my things like and one of my hopes and aspirations is to, to never repeat that and just the fear of what that is and so I, I i walked very cautiously 
um, through life and, and not wanting to um, repeat that like with a woman and, and have one of the things that has that and what it does not that it frustrates me it makes me sad um but i know like it's the circumstance that people are in but um like when i see like families have to like meet up at like a starbucks or something or a gas station and like exchange the child um because there's like all this venom and stuff in the relationship and you just got to be cordial in a sense and and but I, i never wanted that um not that I had that growing up, but I see that now, like with folks or hear those stories and I'm like, Ooh, like, yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't do that. Um, and so, yeah. And I mean, and so a lot of, all, all of this to say, like a lot of this stuff came through, um, through the pandemic and understanding this and understanding, um, desires and, and all of that. And just what, what that can be and how it can affect your life and how it can lead you um, to different things. Um, we and we all have vices, and so that's that's the thing. Like people are always like, too often people put problems or sin or whatever you want to um, shape it as on a hierarchy. But it's I mean it's all bad if it's taking you from being your best self. Um, whether it's drinking, whether it's pornography, whether it's um, video games, working out at the gym. I mean, something as simple as like working out at the gym for some people is an outlet not to deal with stuff. And so we can all, again, we can always be like, oh, well, they go to the gym all the time. They're like, great. And they're, you know, their body looks good and all this stuff. But we don't know what's really going on in that internal like what what they're really running from and everything. Um, and not saying that all, that's all per, all the people like, oh my God, if people go to the gym, um, all the people who go to the gym are like bad inside and they're like going through all these things. It's not that, but we can all run to something in a different way that affects us and, and to run away from um, whatever, whatever it is like that we don't want to deal with. And so, so that's the problem. Um, I won't say the problem, but the the issue. Um, yeah, we all run to to something. Um, again, no matter what it is. And so, one of one of my favorite um, scriptures um, is Proverbs thirteen uh, twelve, and it says, "Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a longing fulfilled fulfilled is a tree of life." And so, I mean, that was definitely me for like a long time. There was a lot of hopes and dreams and aspirations that I had just buried. I was like, it's never going to happen. I was like, okay, I tried. And that's the problem right there. It's like, I tried. Um, I was talking with a friend, some friends the other day, and we were talking about just like, like how to change things. And we were just saying how, how prayer can change things, how meditation can can really change things and but putting the action behind it as well one of one of my other like all-time favorite uh, scriptures is faith without works is dead um because you can't do anything you can't do one without the other like you can't just get into a bunch of action oh well like you know faith we can't do just a whole bunch of work and then it's like you don't have the faith and then you can't have the faith like without having the action and, and to the degrees of like what faith and action can mean for you. Um, we all 
have different things and different ways we again we go about stuff and so really understanding that and and what that means and so to bring this all back around full circle um just the power of letting go um i love the the kanye west song um power and one of the lines he put he says in there is do you have the power to let power go and that to me that's just so poignant um i've been a strong person like my whole life like as far as strength um like i go to the gym like easily throw some weight up um squat some weight uh my squats um Shout out Emilio, man. Uh, Got to get back over there with you and working out. Um, but yeah, man, it's just um, how does, do you have the power to let power go? But often we, we, and I, and I can say, I'll say, I'll say me, I'll say me. Cause I know how um, I can be, but I know it can probably resonate with a lot of people. We try to control things when we're scared of like, we not, of not getting our results or of it being the unknown and being afraid of that. Like I, I know, I know that firsthand. I'm like, Oh, if I can't control this, like, then, then I don't want it the way like it, it should be or whatever. Like school was that for me. Like I, I love school. Like I love the process of like going to school and what it all was, but school was, I know I need to get this, this, um, this assignment done, these classes done to get to this degree, to go to the next degree, so forth and so on. And so I know I can control that element, but when things are out of your, out of your hand or when like a professor isn't contacting you back or, um, like your car is acting up um, and you can't get to school and just all this stuff. And you're like, I, I can get to this point of like, why aren't things working? Like I, I got to control this. Like I can't let other people in. And that's where the real control comes often for, for, for people. I know for myself, I don't let other people in. I'm like, no, like, no, like nobody else needs to know. I don't want you to care. Um, like go somewhere with your care. I have to focus on, getting this done and it's been so peaceful to, to let that stuff go and to let other people in and then have conversations and other people can let you into their world and then say hey i've struggled with similar things or wow that's crazy like I, not crazy but it's like wow i didn't know you were going through that um because one of the other things i'm trying to work on this year um i'm gonna have to like do just one of like year goals or something so and not even in the sense of year goals, like when I think of these goals and when I say about them, um, I just say in the sense of year goals is, is starting this year because the progress is forever. Um, so like if you if you were one of those like, oh, yeah, like a New Year's resolutions person, because I'm not one of those, um, because the work I'm trying to do around vulnerability, about around leading with vulnerability. Um, what did I just say? This Oh, this other goal is not seeming so busy where people can't contact me um, because that breaks my heart. Like I have a lot of great people in my life and they're like, Oh, Doug, like I was going to call you, but like I figured you were busy. And I'm like, I was like, man, I'm not actually. And so just trying to work on that and that perceiving thing. And I, I and I'm working on that even on the other end. Cause I can be like, Oh, that person's probably busy. We make people more busy than they actually are a lot of times in our lives. And we're like, Oh, well, like I know they're like married and stuff. It's like, just reach out. And that's what I'm trying to do myself and then encourage courage to other people. Um, and so if you're listening to this and you're like, and if that hit resonates with you and you're like, 
okay, yeah, like I'm gonna like I'm gonna like reach out to people more. If you call, if you call them, which you which you should, like a phone call is a wonderful thing to have and will give you a break from Zoom if you've been on Zoom like me for like a thousand hours. Um yeah, insider jokes. But um Leave a voicemail. I do not know what is up with this new generation that doesn't like leaving voicemails. Like, state your purpose of why you were calling. Like, hey, this is Doug. Was just calling to see how you're doing. Hope you are well. Like, just leave leave the voicemail. I don't I don't know this strange thing. And then especially weird, like when people like call you, don't leave a voicemail and then don't like text. And like we're saying, like they needed something or whatever. I'm like. So what am I supposed to deduce from your call? Um, so again, don't make people more busy than what they are. Reach out and you never know when that opportunity and stuff can happen. And you can really um, connect with that person. Um, so vulnerability, leading with vulnerability, um, not coming across as more busy than what I am so I can connect with friends and family. Um, so definitely um, asking for that and with the, the with walking forward um, with that. And then another thing that I that I have and, and I'm working on is um, along with the vulnerability is like my my goal and hope and prayer is for all men across the world to become more vulnerable um, in their daily lives and sharing what they're feeling and what they're going through and being able to have spaces to have that and not just be situational vulnerability um because i know us as men we can fall into that a lot it's like oh if you ask me something i'll tell you but to be able to like go into something and be like yeah this is what's going on like you know i I don't feel good today um that actually recently happened to me um just with all of this stuff going back to the pandemic of what it's been and i was at work which is at home um i teach two classes i'm teaching students um career strategies and stuff. And it was towards the end of the day, all this stuff is on zoom. And I was just in front of my computer and just was like, I just broke down. I was just like, I can't do this anymore. I was like, what I do, what I love to do, what I've been doing for the last easily like 10 years working with students. Um, it's not the same. Like I love the beauty of being in a classroom and engaging with students and seeing them work with each other and being able to, to push past their boundaries of thought processes or our actions or things of that nature. And, and yes, like adapting, I've adapted to zoom and, and working on that the best that I can, but it's, it's, it's not the same. Um, what I've been joking with, with people recently is, um, is like getting your like favorite suite in the world, like favorite suite, like whatever it is. And it's made with like Splenda instead of that that C and H or whatever like the the more refined sugar is for you. And you're like, it does the trick, but it but it ain't it ain't it ain't that thing that I know. It ain't it ain't that thing that I know. And so yeah, I just I just had to deal with that that um that like just the breaking down and just sitting there like crying um and just being frustrated with all this stuff and and everything and i'm like we still doing this um and so you might be thinking like well doug like why didn't that hit you like in the the fall semester or whatever i just pushed through it honestly i was just like okay like 
and being hope hopeful and wishful wish wish wishful. That's a new word for somebody wishful. Um, I get a definition for that. But um, being wishful that okay, we won't be doing this hopefully in 2021. But when I start to see how people are operating and acting, I was like, oh, and it just hits. I mean, it all hits for us differently, and so. And normally this goes back to the control thing of what I was talking about. And, and the, do you have the power to let power go? Normally in situations like that, I'll be like, okay, like I'll be fine. I'll like play some video games. I'll eat some food. Those can be like things I go to. Um, and what, what happened was I was like, I was like, okay, let me cart. Let me start calling some people. So I started calling people. I love voicemails. Um, and I called one of my boys, like, like I touched, um, like I said, shouted him out earlier was like Emilio. And um, I was like, bro, I was like, man, it's, it's, it's rough right now. I was just like, man, can I come, come over and kick it? And so um, just went over and just like hung out, like watched a movie and just like chilled, man. Um, just being around people, just that, that beautiful thing. And then was able to talk to my friend, Philip. Uh, Philip, if you listen to this, shout out to you, man. Uh, make sure you share this with everybody at work. I want you to share this episode specifically with everybody at work. Um, not just because your name is in it, but they'll likely get, get something out of it. And then if you, whoever you are listening to this, share this with all your friends at work or school or wherever your community is. Tell them about this episode and the Dig Undug podcast. In podcast promotion. That's what we're doing here. <laughs> um, but yeah. And so letting go of that power of like, I need to control these feelings and stuff that I have and not let anybody else in. So I want the opposite way of letting other people in. Um, and it helps so much. Um, and talk to one of my boys, um, Matthew, um, shout out to, shout out to you, man. And we talked about it and he, he experienced the same thing the semester before he teaches. Um, if you've been listening to all the episodes, you, you, you heard him, um, in the first season, and he had that same experience of like teaching. And I mean, he teach African-American history to students and he's been doing that for 30 years and he loves doing that. And it's online now and it just takes away from the beauty and the energy of, of, of what it is. And, and we love deep and we, we care deep. Um, and so, yeah, that was, that was real. And so I was able to connect with some folks and just be able to share my heart out. And, and I remember going to work the next week um, and we were like in a meeting and so we're doing the check-ins. Um, if you do check-ins at your job or whatever, you, you know what it's like. And I was sitting there and I'm like, and we're just, so people are popcorning it to other people. And like, my, I hear my name and I'm like, am I going to be real, real with this? Or am I going to like try to cover it up? And I made a decision and like prayed about it. And I was like, okay goal for this year moving forward progress lead with vulnerability so i go in there and i just i told him i was like colleagues and everything just i wasn't like i broke down like i just i wasn't feeling it like work wasn't fun um too often we hide that stuff and it doesn't help us it hurts us more it cuts us more on the inside and so the beauty about like leading vulnerable and what it did in this meeting was allowed others after me it changed the vibe of the room it really changed the vibe of the room not in the sense of like everybody was sad now, but it was a level of like compassion and collectiveness um, at a deeper level. Um, one of the, one of the things I say is um, 
we are we as humans connect way deeper and stronger when we share our wounds more than our triumphs and stuff in life. So many people are like, look at this thing I got and look at this and then look at this. I did this. And it's like, but what's going on in the inside? Because that's where the real connection is going to come from. It's not about showing off like, oh, you got Rolexes and all that stuff. And and that, all that stuff is good, whatever your thing is. Um, but that real connection of like, yeah, like it's been a rough week or like I've been struggling with this and really having that conversation, um, it, it changes lives, it changes relationship, it changes, it changes the world. If more people were like, just real with stuff that they're going through. And then if we can extend that compassion because we want the same compassion. And so that's, that's the, that's the power of that. And that's just the stuff of what I'm trying to um, encourage other. And there'll be a lot of podcast episodes and stuff coming forward um, around vulnerability and different topics and things of that. So this isn't something we're getting, getting away from, um, from at all. Um, And as I get ready to to transition um, into something new, one one of the things I got out of out of this, and just to like like continue to share, um, like I was sharing like my 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 spiritual journey in all of this, um, got baptized and everything at at the end of last year. Had never been baptized before, um, December twenty sixth, twenty twenty. and just what that renewing and, and, and energy is. And so there's so much even beyond that of, of what that all came with a sense of um, clarity and, and power. And so uh, for anybody listening to this and either studying the Bible or trying to find your way to God, um, or you're, you're inquisitive about like what that journey is, um, reach out to somebody, um, reach out to me here on the podcast and stuff. Like I'm, down to have conversations with folks and everything because we all need help. Um, too often we isolate ourselves and just think again, taking that power and saying, Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. And then we fall into that power and that pride of like, I gotta show people. Um, and it can be a struggle. And so that's that's where I want to lead to. Um, I was doing some doing a PowerPoint um thing as one of my nicknames I've been recently dubbed as a PowerPoint man. Um you know who you are. Um, so, but, uh, yeah, so I was, I was looking up, I was like, Oh, let me look up the word struggle. Cause we often use words and I'm a big believer in, in words matter. Um, words are important. Um, how we use them. Um, you know, I love you and I hate you are two different words. Now tone does set a context for words and everything as well. But, um, yeah, those, those are just delivered like in two different ways. Like, but somebody saying, I hate you, like brings venom, brings, you know, all different stuff compared to somebody who says, I love you. But I was looking up the word struggle and I looked up the definition and I was blown away by the definition of the word struggle. Um, I was like, wow, this is the definition. And so the definition as a verb, it is make forceful or violent efforts to get free of restraints or constriction. And then as a noun, it's said to as a forceful or violent effort to get free of restraint or resist attack. And I was like, oh, so I've been using the word struggle completely wrong. 
<laughs> so because I think often uh, I know myself, I can use the word struggling. It's like, oh, okay, like I'm just like it ain't working right now. Like whatever, like I'm struggling with this. Um, whatever, whatever it is, period. Like whatever your like whatever your struggle is. Um, but are you really struggling? Because are you fighting to get away from it? That's that's the beauty of that true definition of struggle. And it's like, are you really doing? And 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 this is even talking to myself. Like, am I really putting in that real effort to break away um, from what is attacking me, um, either myself. Um, I always say that I am my own worst critic. And I, honestly, that's a good thing. Cause I wouldn't, I can only imagine what it's like. And I know some people who have, who have had to fight with this, who their toughest critic is somebody else. Um, and so, um, always, I mean, I just say like, we are, we are our worst enemies. Um, shout out to my boy, Fred, um, and just me versus me. I mean, that's 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 a that's a rough battle right there. Um, and often we don't want to face that battle. Like I was saying earlier, like when I like just get into my work, do my work, like help other people. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, I'm the good guy, like out here just doing whatever. And so, yeah, just uh, releasing all of that stuff. And so, but so when you're listening to this, then you're like, oh, okay, I struggle. Because I think people often think struggle. And again, I I think about this as well with the word struggles like okay i'm just going through the motions um it, it's a, it's a struggle um to to have to do this to have to be in this quarantine and everything and so um or whatever it is whatever it is for you but are we making that forcefully violent and i just go like beat people up i'm not saying we dug, dig on dug here is not condoning going to fight people um but are we making that true valiant effort to break away from a from a certain mindset if you if you feel like oh like i'm out of shape or i'm unhealthy or whatever are we making a, a true effort to not be that anymore are we just accepting it to say oh that's that's what it is and and just go with that and it's like oh okay like i'm 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 struggling with it hey people uh, you know i'm struggling but there's no real effort um going even back to the the fate without works is dead um, really understanding that and going with that. And so what that really um, means in, in that element and in that sentiment. And so with that, um, like, I, like I told you, I was doing some research for some work that I'm doing um, and found that word, that definition of struggle. Also, um, one of the many different thoughts and stuff that come to my head um, few while back ago i got a friend and i was i was telling him and he was like he's like oh doug he's like well you know me like you know i'm uh i'm stubborn and all that stuff and i was like i was like bro that's not that's not something to be proud of like that's not things that we should be toting about like we have to i call it break those trophies of things that we hold of like oh well you know i'm, I'm self-reliant or like i'm proud or i'm stubborn or you know that's just me because i don't i don't know how to you know, manage my, my time or my money. That's just me. And it's like, that's not something to like boast about. Like, that's not a trophy you should want. Like, imagine if like you have traits like that and you tell people like, oh, that's just me. And you had uh, a trophy wall in your house and the trophy was sitting there on the wall, like looking at you or on the shelf in, in, uh, in a trophy display, like, Hey, look at stubbornness over here. Like you got me. Um, 
I think when you look at it like that, like I know I wouldn't want that trophy wall. And so I'm encouraging you all to, to, to self-reflect as I do myself. And it's not always an easy process and it's not going to be an easy process because if it was easy, everybody would do it. And if it was easy, it wouldn't be worthwhile. Like the things we want best, the things we want most, um, cost a little, I won't say always cost a little extra, but there's, there's some kind of sacrifice a little bit more to another level. And so the understanding it's like going the easy route or, you know, do I want to have to put in that work? It's like, sometimes I'm like, I get low on gas. I'm like, do I really want to go and get gas today? I'm like, do, do I really want to do that? And so, and I mean, that's a cheap analogy and everything. Um, and there's nobody else here to say, Doug, that that sounds crazy. Um, but it's that element of what am I what am I going to, to do to um, to break away from bad habits that we have? Um, I'm not going to say the word toxic. I'm so word tired of the word toxic unless you want to talk about toxic crusaders uh, from the 90s. Um, Maybe that might be another subject we touch on, toxic. So yeah, um, really that element of letting go of those trophies. So just imagine that trophy wall and start to work, start to work away from that. And like maybe you're like Doug, like how do I let go of my stubbornness by giving up the power each day, bit by bit. And I'm not saying you have to go flood yourself like run out of your house. I'm giving up the power like for uh, for my folks who know the office. You can't be like Michael Scott just uh, going out into the into the floor and just saying, I declare bankruptcy and thinking he's good. Um, no, it don't work like that. But it's, it's putting in that work and seeking help and, and letting others in who you trust um, and, and really finding um, a bigger purpose to, to what you're doing and, and what you do. Um, in your work and in your daily lives. And so it takes work. Um, one of the things I'm trying to do is stop saying so, so much. I hope I didn't say it a lot in this episode. With that, I have to find better transitions because right there, I just almost said so again. So see, it's right there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, breaking down the trophies wall of like just negative traits and things that are, our weaknesses uh, for us in the career scope of what I do. Um, they ask you about like a strength or a weakness and you talk about that weakness. You talk about what you're doing to better that weakness, to sharpen it. It may not be improved today, right now. It's, it's like a strength now, yet you have a plan. You've identified it, which is one of the elements to it. And then two, you're working on it. You're developing, you're crafting a skill, you're seeking insight and everything. So know that that is an element and a beauty to all of this. And with that, like going back to words, like we were talking about the word struggle, um, or I was talking about the word struggle and getting this real definition. I have a pet peeve. I don't have a lot of pet peeves in life, um, but I have a very big pet peeve with words and one word in particular, um, perfect, perfect. Yeah. Unless it's Mr. Perfect, Mr. Perfect. Like he was like, I liked him as a red, uh, as a wrestler, uh, shout out to Mr. Perfect. Yet the word perfect is used way too much. 
And this is just my thought. This is my processes, and I would I would love to hear from you all. Um, but I don't think calling somebody perfect should be a thing. Um, yeah, the only time I believe in using the word perfect, which is now a, a, a third element to use it, because when you're talking about Mr. Perfect, but is bowling, because you can bowl a, perf- a perfect game, and then baseball, like you can have a perfect game. Those are the other men. And there might be other elements in other sports that I don't know about or whatever. You can have a perfect something, um, you know, like 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 in basketball or something. You don't say like, oh, they were perfect from the field. You'll just be like, oh, they were um, like they shot 100, like their field goal percentage was 100% or the three-point percentage was 100%. So you wouldn't say perfect. Um, but calling somebody perfect is like a lot of responsibility um, to somebody. Um, I remember a, a, a friend, um, classmate who was the only child. And I remember her telling a story about being the only child, um, and her, her, um, parents not having another kid. So she thought since they didn't have more kids, she had to be perfect. And like in all elements of life, because like, in a sense, as they say, like you have more kids, there's more messed up area um that can happen yeah just i I wouldn't i would never call somebody perfect like i have kids i would never call them perfect wife i would never call perfect like anybody in my life like as much as i have friends i'll never say perfect unless i was joking around with them but words matter um shout out to my to my homie nicole with 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 the sweater words words matter um you don't just throw them away if you got some good food, you gonna you gonna put some like some good words on that good food. Be like, oh man, that was amazing. That was like it punched me in the throat and like it was so good or whatever it is. Like that was super sweet. Like words matter, and so and I know this is anybody like Doug. Like that's not a big thing, but it's like like words matter again. Like I said, I love you and I hate you are two different elements, and all of us would want to hear I love you more. I don't think nobody wants to hear like I hate you. So obviously words matter. So just be wary of of words and stuff. And so I'm just um trying to, as they say in, in the Bible, provoke you onto good works. Um in a sense, but those those are just my my own words when thinking about just that word perfect. I mean, it's just it's it's super wild and, and crazy to me. Um as a word and to try to say that somebody's perfect. Like you know, they say it in movies all the time, like, oh, you're the perfect one for me and all of this stuff. And Hollywood wants to romanticize everything and all these shows. And it's like, not like, like you're the best person for me right now. Or I mean, be careful that right now part if, if you're trying to use that, but like you're the best or whatever, because perfect means there's no flaws. Like perfect means there's yeah there's no flaws and we know we all come with flaws like and and that's part of the beauty of being human of growing and developing because we can grow and develop to be better people but not perfect um yeah so so be wary of that like if you read the bible or you're reading the bible like um i forget where it's at a lot of these stuff are just i just know them in, in my head but i don't know where they're at all the time but um, the rich young ruler like came to to Jesus and was like, "Hey, good good teacher." And Jesus was like, "Why do you call me good? There's nobody good 
but God. So if Jesus said there's nobody good but God, that's telling you there ain't nobody perfect but God. So um, again, my own insight, my own in, in interpretation for that. Like, don't go on a crusade and it's like, Doug said nobody can be perfect. And like, don't, don't do that. Just take, take any information, any information I'm giving you, any information you get from like the gazillion YouTube pages you watch, um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever, any information you get, digest it for yourself, but also filter it for yourself. You don't have to copy and paste all this stuff. You'll be like, oh, well, I like some of this and I didn't like some of this. And that's fine. You don't have to, to take everything and, and it has to fit perfectly. There you go. Fine with everything. So just be wary of that. That's like just I hear that word all the time and use um, so much. Um, so, yeah, so just be careful with that. So, yeah, so we're getting to about that time. Solo episodes, I don't like to try to be too long with them. Um, we're rolling up on about an hour here um, with everything. And so, see, now I'm going to just notice when I say so all the time. So, look, boom, right there. One of the things um, when I was uh, asking folks for things to talk about on this solo episode, I got um, one from... Um, Shout out to Ashley Armin, who was on the last episode. Make sure y'all go check out her uh, her collection of beautiful poetry. Um, make sure you go. And she's an author who says, go check out the last episode. But she's also an author who wants to connect with her fans and, and hear what folks say. So go check that out. Go get to her book, uh, Marabou. Um, it's on Amazon. Um, go highlight that. Go support the, support the young lady. Well, she was suggesting um, food addiction. So want to hear from you all food addiction. So when you listen to this episode, email me or go to the Instagram page and um, tell me like what are some of your your, your food addictions? Um, I don't have a lot. Um, it's always funny because people ask me like, Doug, what's your favorite food? I'm like, I don't have a favorite food outside of, and this sounds very uh, Ray Shrimmery, um, no type. My favorite food is lumpia i will i tell people all the time i will fight people for lumpia like, like I, it's real like like i will i will struggle to keep that lumpia um i will i will forcefully fight the restraint of other people to get the lumpia um lumpia is real um amazing amazing food after that honestly i don't have like a favorite food i'm one of those people who um Food really depends on how I feel. And it's like, do I feel a burger today? Do I feel a burrito? Do I want some veggies? Do I want some yogurt? Do I want to eat my almonds over here? So it really varies. Um, literally, lumpia is the one food I would always be down for. Like, if somebody called me right now, I was like, Doug, hey, yo, we got lump. I'll be on my way. Like, as soon as they say lump, like, I'll be there. Like, it ain't even got to get the PIA out. Like, like or the IA out. Like, Get that whoop, I'm I'm there. Like if I know where they at, I'm there. So uh, but want to hear from y'all. What's what's your food addictions and everything? And so as I get ready to to wrap this episode up, um be 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 kind to yourselves, y'all. Um still going through this pandemic, a lot is going on. Um relationships, no matter what kind it is, um, have been uh, tested hopefully for the better. Um, but I also know that some of them have been tested for the worse and 
Um, hopefully people can find ways to split in a, in a good fashionable way and, and grow in new, in new ways and new lights. And you've learned things about yourselves that, um, you can take in your, your, in your journey forward and, and craft and become a better person. And so, so many people have been telling me like, Doug, like, like, shout out destiny again i think that's like my second time shouting her out um they're like oh you should do like life rules or like life tips for folks and everything and so um i gave you like to destroy your trophies so make sure you do that start destroying those trophies slowly but surely but another life tip i would give or a life rule for me is have fun in everything you do um now that might be weary like some of the stuff but you can have fun in almost all the elements and everything first understand like you're doing something new if you're doing something new but have fun um smile more um in the stuff that you love to do one of my life rules that kind of goes along with that and this is okay so this will be the official life rule um it doesn't matter about what you do it matters about who you do it with. With. There we go. With. And so I'll say that again. It doesn't matter what you do. It matters who you do it with. You could be on the moon with the worst people in the world. Well, I guess the worst people on the moon because it wouldn't be in, in the world. It'd be on the moon. Yet that could be the situation. You could be simply in a park with the best people you love, and it would be a great time. Work on that element of surrounding yourself with, with beautiful people, loving people, caring people, people who would challenge you in a good way, people who you can challenge in a good way and love and care for as well. With that said, y'all, uh, love each other um, take care of each other check on each other reach out if you're listening to this reach out to me I would love to hear what you say um, bigundug at gmail.com is the email definitely would love to hear from you um, tell me those food addictions um, you can check out the Instagram page the Instagram page is digundug all one word um, how about your boy check me out uh, make sure you check out the CHN Network also on Instagram and all the great work we have there, the Costin Hammer Network, um, a bunch of dope stuff coming and a lot of uh, dope stuff that are that is there already. So go and check that out. Um, again, love yourselves. Shout out again to my boy, Google Monster. Go follow him on that Instagram and his YouTube page. Let him know again that like you heard the intro from here from here on the Dig on Doug podcast. And until next time, y'all, stay safe, stay sane, and keep digging. Peace out, y'all. <laughs>